Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Hypersloth Happy Hour with your hosts, Zigzag and Rufus, coming to you live from planet Earth, courtesy of Smoke and Hits Records and Global Corp Industries. Now, grab a beer, put your feet up, and get ready for the Hypersloth Happy Hour. Never before have I turned on you when you look too good to me. To be, I think I cut me in two and I just can't let you be. But it's a free for all and a heart of sin, you can bet your life. Stakes are high and so am I. Yes, we are. Damn, it's dark on my side of the screen, huh? You know what? It's because it's it's been rainy and stormy, so there's no uh, sunlight or moonlight coming in through the window. I may have to turn my light on. You may have to because you're almost making me feel like I can't see anything, and I can't figure out if it's because of my sunglasses or if it's because it's so fucking dark where you're at. All I can see is the reflection of your screen in your sunglasses. All right, hang on. I'm going to turn on the lights. Guard your eyes. Folks, how you doing tonight? This is the Double Z. Just enjoying a little pizza pie during our uh, our show tonight. I just want to be full disclosure with you, Rufus. When I said I was getting gas, uh oh, you, you I had was buying gas. a uh, Little Caesars thin and crispy uh, ultimate most bestest extra pepperoni pizza or whatever the fuck it is. And you know what? It's good, yeah. but it tastes just like a fucking Totino's. That's probably why it tastes so good. Mm, that's why they call it the most bestest, is because it tastes like a Totino's. It's because uh, most people have really bad grammar. So, like, people will extra, buy the extra most bestest because that's the way that uh, people talk. I'll yeah, tell you what did piss me off before I cut you off one more time, which I will do throughout the show, I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure. Par for the course. <laughs> but, um... The frustration I had with getting my extra most bestest was they, they said, wait four minutes, we'll have a, a fresh, thin crust extra most bestest for you. Okay. I can speak. Can do. Then I see them take the, the Totinos out of the oven. I'm just going to call it a Totinos because that's what it is. Did you see any Totinos boxes in the back? <laughs> yeah, I went around the back in the dumpster and I saw like 50 Totinos boxes. <laughs> so I see the guy preparing my pizza. And he gets it out of the pan, and he puts it on the cutting board. He cuts it. Then he takes a phone call. And I can uh-huh. see him sitting with my pizza box open, talking on the phone. Right? Okay. Have you ever been to a Little Caesars? Yeah, I, I had to pick up pizza there for uh, the kid's birthday party last weekend. So you know that you can, like, see into the little back area there where they cut the pizza. And the guy's just oh, yeah. on the phone or whatever. And I finally say to the lady in the front, can you tell the guy, you know, that my pizza's ready to go? 
because she was too busy telling me about how she had carpal tunnel. Listen to this sob story the lady gave me. I made my own fault. I made the mistake of asking the lady. She had her arm in a sling, right? And, of course, she's trying to count out change and collect money and hand pizzas to people with one fucking arm in a sling. She's trying to earn tips. Right. That's not a real sling. Yeah, she probably didn't even need the sling. It was probably a prop. So I make the mistake of saying, ooh, pizza-making accident, trying to be a double D, you know what I'm saying? Then she goes, no, unfortunately, it's carpal tunnel. And uh, I've just had a lot of really hard jobs in my life. That's what she said to me. And uh, unfortunately, now I have carpal tunnel. And uh, I just had surgery and all that stuff. And I'm like, okay, sorry I asked. Sorry. She jiggled the tip jar when she was telling you this with her good arm. She actually whipped out her phone. Turns out she will take credit cards or PayPal for sympathy. <laughs> she has, she a, has a, that square plug-in deal yeah, for the phone. Where she's like, sympathy, yeah. It was just really what it was was a card reader. Her phone was turned upside down in the tip jar, and you could just run your card right through it if you want. Beautiful. Beautiful. Efficient. I like it. Very efficient. Yeah. And it, you know what's funny is it goes right to her GoFundMe page. Which I found incredibly clever. I'm sure it does. You know that, did you read that that GoFundMe fraud thing? Where those people tried to keep that money, right, from that. Supposedly the story was the lady ran out of gas and the homeless vet gave her 20 bucks. Okay. Last 20 bucks to help her fill up. You haven't seen any of this story. I've read a lot of stories about GoFundMe campaigns that are complete bullshit or where, like, whatever people in promised shit were just like, well, we got your money, so what's Yeah, the why do we have to do anything? Right. So that, that's, that's pretty common. Puts on her Facebook page, right, that the homeless vet helped her fucking get his – use his last $20 worth of gas to help her her pregnant self – get home right after she ran out of money on the highway. Okay. Well, then they start squabbling over the money, right? They collect $480,000 on okay. the GoFundMe page for this fucking homeless vet guy, right? Sure. So, but the people, the lady and her husband set up the GoFundMe account. So yeah. all this fucking dough starts coming in, and guess what? They don't want to share it with the dude. Really? So they give him seventy five grand and they okay. buy him a trailer and it's put on their property. Okay. And then they okay. like basically cut the guy out. They're like, Oh, you're a drug addict because he had a crack problem, Rufus. Okay. And there had had or has. That's well, important. their deal was that he couldn't be trusted with the money, right? He would just go get all jacked up and waste it, but but they were gambling with it. So turns out turns out Right? They go to court. They, the guy, the homeless guy sues the fucking people. They go to court. Turns out all a bunch of bullshit. They dreamt up the whole fucking thing in a casino. Right? They met this guy when they were playing fucking cards or slot machines or whatever at the casino. They really? dreamt up the whole fucking scam. And they're so fucking stupid that they... they Fuck it up by taking it in front of the court. Now they're going to fucking jail. That should be a movie. That should be a Cohen Brothers movie. Like the guys who make Big Lebowski and Raising Arizona. That should be that movie. Here's the sad part of the whole thing, all right? I mean, even oh, now, now the sad part is coming. Okay. Was GoFundMe 
because they supposedly ripped the guy off, and GoFundMe really, he had no legal recourse against him, right? Huh? GoFundMe was going to give the dude out of their own funds the 450 grand to make it right by him. But then the whole fucking thing fell apart. Yeah. Damn. They were going to pay. I mean, that's how greedy these fucking people got. They got a half a million dollars for doing nothing, and they just couldn't fucking make it work. Fucking only in America. I'm assuming they're Americans, right? Uh, yeah, of course they are. I mean, in other countries, they like to work for their money. Yeah, actually, they don't work. They work a hell of a lot less and are quite a bit less stressed out. <laughs> and a lot happier, I know. I mean, the guys I work with, they take, like, month-long vacations and are like... Yeah, fuck it. Yeah, happy back whenever. I mean, really, it's, it's so fucking true. I mean, if you think about Denmark and all those places... People, you know, they pay more taxes, but if you have a kid, you get fucking six months off to spend with your right. fucking kid. You work four days a fucking week. You're not, like, grinding it out trying to pay a fucking cable bill or your health bill every fucking month so you can enjoy your fucking life. I would easily take a massive pay cut if it meant that I could work less and not have to pay for emergencies and could have a, a, a really good vacation. Because even if you get a two-week vacation... You know, half of that is spent like getting there and stressing out and working and, and work. Yeah. And working. And then you get to where you are and you have four days where you're, you're actually like, oh, yeah, I'm on vacation. And then, oh, fuck, we got to catch the plane and I better start organizing everything so we don't fuck it up. I don't even get a vacation anymore. I could take as much time off as I want, but no one. In America, my first point is no one respects a vacation boundary. You can't tell someone you're going on vacation, and but everybody's like, well, I'm the exception. He wants <clears> yeah. okay if I call him or send him emails because it's me. Now, maybe he's not taking call from other people, but since it's me, it's okay if I go ahead and get in touch with him and ruin his vacation. It's because you treat everyone equally. I, I guarantee it. You treat everyone equally, so they all think they're the favorite. I know. That's, the, that's my downfall is that I treat people like they're important when they're not. When no, they're not any more important than anyone else. They're only important when their check's late. That's the only time they're important. My customer service skills are too good, so good that they're giving me anxiety and, and forcing me to fucking uh, not sleep at night. Customer service skills. It's good. For, are you standing up? Do what? I thought you were standing up. It looks like you're standing up. I am. St- I have a standing desk. Yeah, oh, okay. I wasn't up. sure if you were standing up or not. Yeah. I don't I, always. It goes up and down. It, it, you can, like, raise it or lower it. It's the very right. desk. It's, uh, it's actually called the standy. <laughs> it is not. No, it's not. I made that. Up. <laughs> I don't. I don't know what. I forget what it's I called. Thought, so you did buy the knockoff stand-up desk, though. You didn't go for the real deal. Yeah, it only goes halfway up, so my knees are bent right now. <laughs> I can't stand all the way up. It's well, quite I saw painful. How they, how they invented the uh, bear desk. I watched the whole infomercial, unfortunately, on the bear desk one time, hmm. and the guy was like, "It might even be just a regular commercial." He's like, "Well, my." It started out with my uh, coworker was just standing with his his desk on a cardboard box. Right, with his computer monitor on a cardboard box, and that's how it all got started. And I was thinking that's all it needed to be almost was a computer monitor on a on a 
cardboard box. Yeah, this is called. Uh, I'm I'm looking for the. They got the logo on the deal. It's called Stand Steady. Oh, but it does. It goes up and down to different levels. So, you know, I can either have it all the way up or all the way down, and I go back and forth. But right now, it's up. It's all the way up, or it's just part of the way up. It's it's all the way up, which means it's about seventy five percent of the way up because I'm short. Oh, so you can't? There's no like height adjustment feature on there. Yeah, yeah. there's pegs. There's okay. pegs, so you can have it. I mean, if you were Peter Dinklage or Mini Me, you could also stand and use it. So I would could just see Peter Dinklage uh, using the bare desk or the steady desk, and he has to stand on a chair to use it in the stand up function. That's the ironic thing about being a dwarf. <laughs> it is all of dwarfism is ironic. This is true. That's that's the worst thing about being a dwarf is you can't use a standing desk. They should probably start some kind of class action lawsuit for uh, to make it calling the ACLU to make it so they have to make a standing desk for dwarves. They should make standing desk goes down. Desks that it goes. I was going to say it actually goes lower. <laughs> I can't stand. <laughs> I have. To, I'm standing on my tiptoes to use this normal desk. They also they just, do a blowjob desk where women can work while they're giving blowjobs. Or men. You can have a cup holder, a little groove for, for your laptop to go into. Hell yeah. Pen, cup. So no cable issues with the steady desk? No, no, no. Because, I mean, all the cables are just, you know, they plug in right behind my deal. So I just slide it up and down. And you don't worry about them getting pulled out? Nope. Just, just a curiosity, just a question. Now, I hey. have a question for you. Yes, go ahead. I've done no, too much. You have a question. No, 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 no. Go ahead. No, no go ahead. I no, you. I, I, you. But you. <laughs> What's your question? It was more of a, I was going to ask you, I was going to ask if I'm, you know, that Rudolph the Red Rose Reindeer, that like old timey, not a cartoon thingy, but it's like the dolls. Uh, yeah, Christmas Life. special. Sure. For some reason, and I don't know why, maybe I was abused as a child, but even seeing like 10 minutes of that makes me incredibly sad. It is pretty sad, though. I mean, he was bullied. <laughs> it is sad. It really is sad. And the voice they have for that little character in that TV show, I mean, he sounds like we. Oh, Shanna. Right? <laughs> All right. It's- and it isn't. Aren't they on the Isle of Lost Toys? I mean, they every are. toy on there. All is the Misfit, the Isle of Misfit Toys. I think it's that's called. it. Misfit Toys. So you're right. And if I should sad should because I I understand their plight probably. I do too. I feel bad for bullying so many people. I was gonna say I don't know why, but when I was a kid, I think I wanted uh, the giant Yeti to eat Rudolph, and uh, now I have guilt in my mind for that. Or the guy, the the guy with the orange mustache that went straight out. Klondike something, isn't it? What is his name? Klondike Rudolph. Mustache, I think, is his name. Now, what kind of, uh, what were you going to say before I cut you off for the 50th time tonight? I was going to say that I, I got glasses today. I went to the optometrist and got an eye doctor check and got glasses. But the the crazy fucking thing is... Is I went there. The wife had a, an appointment as well. We were going to do a, a, a two-way Tag thing. team. 
Yeah, but she didn't want glasses. She wanted to get checked for glaucoma because that's like genetic or what the fuck ever. And so we get there and we got our appointments booked. And I'm like, yeah, I'm here for glasses. She said, okay, fill this out and sit down. And then the wife came up and said, yeah, and I'm here for, you know, I, I got an appointment for glaucoma. And the nurse or whatever you call optician was like, oh, well, we don't do that unless the doctor's here. So we, we can't do the glaucoma test. And both the wife and I looked at each other, and then we were like, well, who's going to check my fucking eyes for glasses if there's no doctor here? Dude, I went into the room to get the glasses, and I sat down, and there was a doctor on a fucking TV screen, a flat screen oh TV. And I mean, she was there. She was, it was like a Skype call. And she was up there, and she ran the, – the, the optician would, like, put the device on my face. But the doctor was, like, running it remotely, and there was, like, a speaker and a laptop. It, she wasn't even fucking there. We are all going to be meatbags eventually, aren't we? Absolutely. Absolutely. And I swear to God, I swear to God, dude, I was hoping that that, that doctor on the screen was just in another office of the branch. But I swear to God, I heard a crying kid in the background. And a oh, cat. you know it. You definitely know it. She's probably I mean, breastfeeding. It, it's Saturday, you know. It's the doctor's day off. You know what you should have done is like just send her a picture of the money. Be like, here you go. Are we sure now? Here's a nice virtual picture of the money. Yeah. So, uh, so they couldn't do that though. Why couldn't they do the glaucoma test just like that? I don't know. It's, I think it involves drops and doing stuff. And they can't train that other lady to put the drops in. You know, I had to. It did make me wonder about the optician who obviously gets paid a shitload fucking less than the doctor, and yet she just had, she had to keep coming in and like she had to put the machine on my face, and then she had to come back in to take it away. Then she left and she came back in to put this other. I mean, she was doing all the footwork, working up sweat. I mean, she was fat as hell, but she was sweating. Turns out her credit wasn't as good as the other guy, other ladies, so she couldn't go to optometry school. She had to settle for the <laughs> running around part. Yeah. Well, she did. The customer service was great on and off screen, though. So did you feel like at any time the lady on the screen might show you her boobs or something just because you're like, hey, you know, if, uh, maybe she does a cam girl thing on the side as well? There was a, uh, it was like a little icon of a tip jar. Oh, <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Yeah, and it was. Thank you, thank you. Wiggling around. You like, wanted uh, right I, I never. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, Wadzilla. Thank you, Come Dumpster 64. Thank you. <laughs> thank you, Rupert Sloskowski. Thank you, ZigZag. Thank you, Double Z. <laughs> thank you, Double Z 69. Thank you, Double Z 41. <laughs> Uh, you have multiple accounts. That's you, you keep setting up free accounts. I don't want to pigeonhole myself. I like to get banned from a room more than once. That's I like to see how many times I can get banned before they catch on that there's only really one double Z. There's not 50 different double Zs with just numbers behind their names. Well, you have a reputation to uphold. I have a I have a pretty bad reputation on Chatterbait for being a non-tipper. I have the reputation where. I, I did have a, a username at one point, but then I realized when you have a username, they can tell that you're in the room and they expect okay. you to like tip or they say your name. And that made me very uncomfortable. So now I guess I'm just guest. 
like everyone well, else. How does that work? How can you even participate if you're not like in there and willing to tip? Can't uh, be free. I don't. I don't want to participate. That's the deal. So you just you just hope somebody else is going to ask the question you want asked. Exactly, and they always do. Shove we should start it. We should start a. Uh, There's only like ten questions. We should start a proxy chatterbait service where people ask us and we ask for them. <laughs> we should. That's right. And we just take a percentage of the tip. Mm-hmm. We really what we do is we go to the chatterbait girls and offer to be their chatter pimps. Where we just go out and troll people. You're like, hey, you want to see a naked chick squirt on a stick? I got just a chick for you. Her name's called Lollipop. On a stick. I don't know. <laughs> I was just, I'm off the cuff here, people. Um, it's my first time doing the show from a new uh, location. How is the location? Uh, I know it's my <laughs> office, so I'm kind of digging it. This computer is like day and night from my other computer. Literally, Right before the show, I had 54 seconds after I turned the computer on to yeah. get the show started, and we started seven seconds early. So at home, I'd still be waiting for that computer to fucking warm up for some reason. So that's a new computer there. Is it a Mac? It's not a new computer. It is a Mac. It's a Mac, uh, it's a Mac Pro Tower, okay. right? Okay. And uh, it works like a charm. But, of course, it does. I only use it for work, so it doesn't have a bunch of shit on it. Mm. I mean, all the RAM is cleared up. It's relatively cleared out. It's not a new computer. It's 2011, actually, but it works like a charm. And this and is the, uh, the the new uh, place in Michigan, huh? Yes. Yes, this is the place in Michigan. And it's like a big warehouse, or is it like a no, a this retail is like office, like an building? office building? It's an office with an apartment upstairs. Ooh. Can I live there? There's nothing in the, the apartment is where I go to watch TV at lunchtime. And then... Basically from lunchtime to like 4 p.m., unfortunately. <laughs> That's a good lunch. Grab a sandwich upstairs in the apartment and uh, watch some TV. And before I know it, I've grabbed lunch, taken like a 40-minute nap in the <laughs> recliner, and then I'm too fucking tired to get back to work for at least an hour. Sounds like you're working European hours. Uh, you know what? I am getting everything like I'm getting the hours without the benefits, without the European benefits. Yeah. Ooh. Damn. That's Unfortunately, rude. I get to work 24/7 like every other American. So we can grind out our fucking cable bills at the end of the fucking month. Did you see that text I sent you about Kid Rock? I did. I did. I only saw the bottom part. I mean, I saw where he paid off the the people's layaways, right? Well, oh, you're talking about Indica Stoner chick's name? Well, it's about the whole thing, but I did think it was funny that the one screenshot they used of a Twitter response was a girl <laughs> named Indica Stoner Girl. I know her, actually. Um, is she a customer? Potential uh, no, customer. No, dude, she's sure. on Chatterbait. She has a huge rack. Oh, you're the chatter pen. Right. She's Indica the one that squirts using the bong. She uses a two-tiered bong that's shaped like a dildo. It's incredible. I wonder what it would be like to like uh, smoke weed through a bong that's full of chick squirt. I hope someday you actually have the the luxury of finding that out, Ruby. I shall make it my life's journey to make that happen for you. Thank you. I How appreciate do you think your that. wife would feel about that? Uh, well, it certainly wouldn't be. Ugh, I don't want to get too far in the weeds here, but uh, yeah, it'd have to be somebody else's squirt. 
somebody who's more responsive to the subtle ways of a man. Maybe we could get a chick on Chatterbait just to send you her spurt juice. Oh, my God. I bet in Japan we could put it in a vending machine. Oh, my God, you probably could. <laughs> but sadly enough, there'll have to be a chick in the back of the vending machine making herself squirt on site. We'll put a camera in there, too. <laughs> oh, my God. You've done it. You've invented the next step of fucking chatterbaiting. I have. I'm the Elon Musk chatterbaiting. wait a minute. Let's go all the way with it. You have a chick in a machine squirting <laughs> into a thing hooked up to her deal and it shoots out of jets onto the guy's face. Yes. That's brilliant. And refreshing. Totally refreshing. I can't think of anything more refreshing. <laughs> Me neither. You know, all we really need to do is hook up a fucking thing. You could hook up to a USB port in your computer. Where with the chick on the screen squirts, there's an algorithm that sees the chick squirting or whatever... It triggers the thing that these guys have filled up with warm water in front of their computer, and it squirts all over their face. Oh, my God. That's gold. Only a matter of time, unfortunately. And you can get different flavors or scents, like fish sauce. Fish, fish oil. Fish oil. Fish sauce. Uh, asparagus, I think, is probably a asparagus smell. That gray liquid that comes out of a tuna can. <laughs> Well, they've proved, actually, that that is just urine. They actually, on the Howard Stern show, they had a sample sent out and, like, tested, and it turns out that squirt is just the exact same as urine. Yeah, I've suspected that. So does where it comes out, or, or, or the muscle is still spasming in a way that's uncontrollable and it just makes it happen. I had a girlfriend who squirted once, and uh, it was exciting for, like, one day. Then I'm like, ew, this is fucking gross and annoying. Be- it becomes a chore. Cause yeah. There's, there's got to be, like, a 20-minute cleanup. Well, yeah, I would say one thing, when there's a wet spot from a dude that's about the size of a fucking tablespoon, and as you get older, it gets smaller and smaller, when uh, <laughs> it squirt, dude, it's like fucking, it'll ruin a mattress. It'll paint the walls. Fucking, and nothing like watching Pitsky in there after the whole thing goes down licking the mattress for fucking 40 minutes. Oh, wow. Another reason to have a dog. <laughs> Why he lived so long. <laughs> All that fresh DNA. <laughs> you know your DNA changes throughout your lifetime, right? And there's... But it really doesn't. It's only the junk DNA that changes, right? All the Only the things that are getting going to malfunction in you, like, say, cancer or something. Is well, what, what the changes. fuck? What well, good is that? I saw a thing on where these kids were talking about um, about 23andMe, right, or these DNA testing services or whatever. They're going to sure. take your DNA. These kids, there's some kind of conspiracy theory now where the kids are saying they're going to take the DNA from you and they're going to sell it back to you when you get older. Right? Okay. And I'm like, that makes no sense because your DNA, the good part, never changes. So right. why would they try to sell it back to you? But it's just some uh, internet fucking theory. Because people are dumb. They are. Nobody knows, nobody knows DNA like the sloth. That's right. No one does. We like the DNA and the TNA. Mm-hmm. 
right. and the D in the A. Yeah, nah, not necessarily. I'm going to go ahead and say that's more of a Rufus thing. No, I mean, I mean putting it there, not getting it there. Have you ever had anal sex? Given or received? Uh, I don't. Do I need to ask? I mean, obviously, you were probably sore for a few days. In, in both cases, yes. <laughs> I I've had anal sex once with, and I was. I'm not saying receiving. I've never received anal sex. Not while I was awake and, and consenting, anyways. I don't know that I never We lived at Roehampton for a long time, and you were yeah, well, out quite a few times. Exactly. I like to think I was the only person in that whole house who had a lock on my door, fortunately. You were passed out, and I was lonely. <laughs> I it's different when it's you. You're special. But uh, I did not enjoy it. It's not something I... The one time I did, I'm like, no, I'm just not into this. This isn't something I, I don't, I don't know why dudes think it's so. I think you think it's super special until you have it, and then you're like, hmm, not so special, really. Yeah. Uh, Honestly, I'm in the same situation as you because I've same deal. No, I've never received it yet. I'm young. (laughs) You are young. Well. You know, when it's time to test that prostate, you'll know where to come. So to speak. But, uh, yeah, I have received on request. It, it wasn't even my idea. Right. And, it wasn't my idea either. I and so and so. We were both molested. I, I feel this, it was very uncomfortable. It was painful almost. It was like, God. I didn't get it. I, I was uncomfortable doing it. Let me put it that way. I was like, yeah, you know, this is not kind. I have to say, I must say that I did receive an apology. Really? I mean, she apologized and offered to, like, (laughs) clean up the mess. Why are you so, why are you cowering in the corner crying? I'm so sorry. What is, what did I do? (laughs) Well, no, no, I mean, it was, you know. A lot of painful grunting and like it's like having fingernails ripped out. If my penis had a fingernail. The first time that this chick particularly asked me to do it to her, right? We we went to I can tell you we went to Albertsons on B Cave Road. Okay, B Cave Road. You know where that is probably. Most stories like this don't start off with a, a grocery shopping trip. Well, and then we because they had a place they had to get lube. Right, this chick had to get lube. Not something uh-huh. I ever have kept around the house, okay. lube. So she she got lube, right? She comes back. We, we go back to my apartment. I, this, at this point, I lived on Barton Hills Drive in Austin, right? Right over by uh, right over by Zilker Park. I know the area fondly. And uh, so we get back there. We go upstairs. She's, like, all ready to do it, right? Her friend had told her how great it was, I guess. Uh, her friend... Yeah, her friend was like the trampiest whore roommate ever, right? I mean, just such a fucking whore. And she had been telling her how great it was. So I get all lubed up, so to speak, and I start sticking it in, and she, like, yelps and fucking passes out, right? Like, literally fucking collapses. Really? Yeah. So needless to say, that, with that chick, I never did have anal sex, but later... On, I had anal sex with another chick molested me into giving her anal sex. 
which once again I did not personally enjoy, and it only lasted like two minutes, and I was like, okay, yeah, I don't like this. I felt like I could hurt someone, like you could hurt some kind of internal plumbing or break someone's anal sphincter by putting your cock in it. Well, you can. I mean, that's why AIDS spread, and nothing against gay dudes, but it's because it, it rips, like, little blood vessels and shit in there. Right. So, uh, F-minus on the fucking anal sex. That's my personal opinion. I've even thought, that, like, even if I were gay, I would still be like, no, thank you. Right. No, that's I mean, all right. Can you, well, you know what's weird is my buddy went and had uh, his prostate checked, right? And I don't know why he would ever tell us this story because he never is going to live it down. <laughs> but he tells us we're golfing, and he says to us, you guys, I, you know, I went for my prostate check or whatever, and everything was good, blah, blah, blah. But he said as soon as the doctor stuck his finger in his ass, he fucking jet, he came all over. Well, apparently it is uh, revolutionary. I mean, there's, yeah. The the uh, G spot is like buried up in there somewhere. Whatever that means, I don't know. Otherwise, he's just a latent homo. And he and probably you should, is. You should tell him that. Tell him I said that. I said, hey. Uh, and give him my number. I will. You know he's an easy he's an easy date. Only have to go up to the knuckle. Is he on Chatterbait? <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. Well, I don't know. I haven't looked for him. Maybe I should. Not- Put him in that vending machine. They call him Prostate Man 69, I do believe. But (laughs) I was like, man, I don't know if I would ever tell anybody that fucking story. Was he sober? I could see. He was sober. He was totally sober. It was fucking 8 o'clock in the morning. I mean, not that that means necessarily someone is sober, but he was sober. He was definitely. I think think he was crying out for help. I think he was was crying out for a. For, uh, you know what? Uh, that happened to me, too. And it, it That's what like, he's looking for. A pat on the back. It's okay, dude. That happens to everyone. Don't stress out about it. Well, he's That's like, the he's doctor not. told me that happens a lot of times. And I said, well, the doctor has to say that. He gets paid to say that. You're right. The doctor had a cockeyed grin with one tooth missing. I mean, he's... Turns out he wasn't a doctor. He was an oil lube technician at Jiffy Lube. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, in a van. And that was not a thumb. <laughs> no. No. Or a doctor. So what's the Rufus got on tap for this rest of the weekend, now that the weekend's over? Yeah, the weekend... I don't know if it's the older I get or the more stressed I get, but the weekend is pretty much over by noon Saturday for me. Oh, yeah. I, you know what? To me, the weekend is over at 10 o'clock Friday night. Yeah. Yeah, good God. Um, There's a four-hour span of when I get off work that I'm like, fuck yeah, the weekend's here. And to like when you're going to bed on Friday night, you're like, oh, the weekend's pretty much fucking over now. Yeah. Be Saturday, I'll have to sleep eight hours. That'll take up some time. You know, I mean, what do you get for a weekend now? 20 hours, 18 hours maybe? I don't know. I'm just mentally preoccupied all the time. Yeah, me too. It sucks, dude. And you know what? I think maybe what we need to do is just start to live more of a fucking uh, European lifestyle where you just fucking quit giving a fuck. And you just say, you know what? You got one fucking life. Why worry about stupid shit all the fucking time? 
do that. It's hard to live a European life in an American economy, though, because yeah. ain't no safety net, you know? You fucking hit that right on the head, too, because I was just thinking to myself, your whole life, your whole life in the United States, you work to retire and get that fucking day where you've got enough money to not have to worry about paying for shit. Right. But that day never fucking comes. The day never comes. The right. price of shit just keeps going up. The more shit you got to fucking have. And most people, I mean, like, most people, like, look, guys like you and me, we're certainly not in the 1%, but we're a lot better off than oh, yeah. uh, the, the carpal tunnel chick at the Little Caesars. You're right. I mean, there's people that got nothing well, and nothing to look forward to, and they're just going to be a tax burden. They should be gassed. Carpal tunnel chick said, well, she came back to work two weeks early because she couldn't afford to be off, right? <laughs> Okay. So why get the surgery? First of all, you're not going to let it heal right. No. And you're just going to come back to work, right? Because I, And I felt for it because you could tell that she's just sitting at home stressing out about not being able to fucking pay her bills. Yeah. Now let me ask you this about Little Caesars, not about Carpal Tunnel Lady, although there might be a correlation. When I got the uh, – I picked up five pizzas for this birthday party. I got uh, two of the normal crust cheese, two of the normal crust pizza uh, pepperoni, and one thin crust pepperoni. And not none, not a single fucking one was sliced all the way through. You uh-huh. couldn't pick up one slice without picking up the entire fucking pizza. It would just drag along. And you have to – I'm not – what I would agree with that 100%. My That is my wife's biggest beef with little sneezers, is that she hates that when we go there, when you get at home, you have to cut the whole fucking pizza all over you. It's like they have the dullest little pizza cutter thing. They put a couple of guidelines in for, for you to get home and fucking cut it at home, I guess. Fuck that. It made me think, why does that lady have carpal tunnel? Apparently she's not pushing very hard to cut into the fucking pizza. That was my question. Like, are they cut so bad because everyone has carpal tunnel and they just can't put the effort behind it? I just think they don't care, and they basically want when you get in your car and try to take a piece of pizza on your way home that you drag four or five fucking toppings worth of pizza onto your lap. I'll tell you what. At Double Dave's, at least at Double Dave's that I worked at, we didn't have the pizza slicers. We had the big, what they call it, a mezzaluna. Yeah, it's a big right. moon-shaped knife, and it's like, whack! I mean, you you beat the hell out of that pizza, and it was cut right. through and through. Little hey, pizza that's a pretty good-sized pie. How long was that fucking mezzaluna? It was big. It took t- uh, two stout men. <laughs> to run one pizza? Yes. Hey, how did your pizza rolls turn out? I saw that on Facebook you were making some pizza rolls a while back. Yeah, they turned out pretty good. Not as good, but good. Okay, you know. For first now, were they shaped like pepperoni rolls or not? No, no, because we didn't have enough dough handy because uh, the official ones are quite burly and curly. Right. They look like croissants almost filled with pepperoni in a way. Yeah, goddamn, they're really good. They are good. They are good. I wish when uh, way back when I would have worked at least one shift at Double Dave's just to learn how to make a fucking pepperoni roll. I've never been able to fully replicate it. Now, where I live in Indiana, they make something called pepperoni bread, which is like a loaf of bread 
with pepperoni and cheese in it, but it's 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 just not that good. I'm just gonna be honest with you, it's not good. People think it's great. People like to believe it's delicious, but it's not. I've I've made that. We had a bread maker for a while. We probably still do collecting dust somewhere, and it had a it had a recipe in the little booklet that came with it for pepperoni bread, and it was doughy, cheesy, bready. The bread part was good, and the pepperoni part was good, but together it was just like mush. Not a success. <laughs> bread makers, what? Who fucking? I want to know who thought of that scam, the bread maker scam. I don't. It's really good. I, I the one we have is great. It's just that recipe was just like it might as well be bread with a piece of pepperoni on the side. So how often were you pumping out bread with your bread maker, just out of curiosity? When we had more counter space, which we fucking like in this house, pretty often. Because Great, really? You just, yeah, you just dump the shit in and hit go, and you come back in, you know, 26 days, and you get some bread. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, do you let it rest inside of the bread maker? Was it like the one that cooked your bread and everything? Yeah, it's all totally fucking automated. You put in liquid, you put in the, the powder shit or you know flour whatever it takes and then you hit go and it has like settings for recipes and you hit go and each one one can take 10 minutes one can take you know an hour and a half or whatever and it just does its thing and then it'll stop while it's like resting right and then an hour later you'll hear it start kicking up again and then yeah, yeah, I mean you get a hot, complete fucking loaf of bread out of it. It's pretty Can cool. you ever get it really clean though? I mean, how do you clean it? Clean it. <laughs> oh, okay, you were making sourdough. There was always a little bit of starter bread in the beginning of every batch. It's seasoned. We called it seasoned. <laughs> you know what, dude? Let me tell you what. You know how they're having all these fucking check yourself out things, right? You go to the store, you check yourself out or whatever. Yes. The other day, I go to the fucking store, and we do a whole week's worth of shopping. Well, I went by myself, right? And I did a whole week's worth of shopping for the family. And, of course, the cart is full. And I get up to the thing, and, I'm, and I thought to myself, you know what? I'm going to go to a checker just because they need job security. I mean, the whole idea of the giant corporation is to get rid of the fucking checkers, right, and have you sure. check yourself out. I mean, what? I'm, I'm, you know, so, I don't. Go ahead. I'm interrupting something, apparently. So what I go to the fucking checking line, and I've got this huge cart of things, and I see the fucking little bitch behind the register roll her fucking eye. It's what? Like, yeah, like she was annoyed that there was an open fucking uh, check yourself out thing, yet I came over there to her. Right, because I'm sure she's sitting around thinking, well, people are checking themselves out. I'm getting paid the same amount whether I check people or not anyways. Right, yeah. I said, you know what? That's why that fucking machine is going to replace you because it can't roll its fucking eyes at someone. You should have made her take your cart to a self-checking station and check oh, it out there. Out. You're That's right, right, I should have. I should have waited until she's off the clock and came back and be mm-hmm. like, can you check self-check this shit out for me now? That's right. And the clock her. But at that instant, I stopped feeling sorry for people and was like, you know what? Maybe they all do need to be replaced by robots. It's the lowest <laughs> common denominator, you know. I know I am, but that's you don't have to say that on the show. That's no, funny. not you. Cashiers and people that do any job lesser than me, <laughs> they should be replaced by robots or gassed. 
That's a good point. I mean, that's a good point. I mean, you get up to the TV repairman area and, you know, then they then let them live. That's what I say. Is there a TV repairman in existence now? Do people repair uh, TVs? You know what's crazy? Is there is still a place, and I was thinking about that myself the other day. There's still a place where I live that repairs stereos and record players. Dude, there's a place up the road that, repair, that repairs vacuum cleaners. Well, now that, I know a guy who does that for a living. That's a fucking business. Really? Yeah. I mean, because some people buy these super expensive uh, vacuums, my wife included somehow. She's fooled into thinking that the more expensive a vacuum cleaner, the better it picks up dog and cat hair, which is not true. Because I buy like the $99 fucking Red Devil. Right. You know what I'm talking about? And when it breaks, I I fucking throw it out. My wife bought like this $600 Dyson. Dyson, yeah. Yeah. And yeah, it picked up the fucking dog or cat hair or whatever. Great. But it always was fucking breaking down. And that's, it ended up in the shop so much that I'm like, we don't even, we had to buy a backup vacuum. Now, how much fucking sense does that make? We had to buy the $99 vacuum to back up for the $600 fucking vacuum that broke down all the fucking time. That deserves a bad Yelp review. It does. That's fucking terrible. Oh, I got a hypersloss rant for you. You want to hear Uh-oh. it? Yeah, wait. Let me see if I can play the music. It's been I so got long. it right here. Do it, please. And now it's time for another delightful... Zigzag Rants! They don't ever fucking order anything It's delivered by FedEx Home. And I'm going to tell you why right fucking now. All right. Tell me why. Tell me why it's exact. I get an email last week, right? FedEx package on the way. Going to be delivered by FedEx Home, right? Sure. Signature sure. required. Signature required, Rufus. Must have it. Must, Must have, have, it. have my signature. Well, I don't work at home like most people don't. They gave me 12 hours notice that I was going to have to sign for this fucking package, right? right. So the double Z stays home to wait for this fucking utmost important package that's coming, right? They, they told you to do this. You had to sign for it. Yes, I have to sign for it. They will not leave it. They will not leave this package. So the double Z stays home waiting for this package. Very patiently, the double Z was waiting. Very, very patiently, yeah. in my head. Guess what? Package never came. Package never came, Rufus. Okay, double Z says, let me call and find out what's going on with this package. I call up customer service. I say... Customer service guy, what's going on with my package? Her name was Joanne. Joanne was very nice. Joanne said, Double Z, I see that your package had been attempted to be delivered at 7.32 p.m. And I said, well, that must be wrong, Joanne, because the Double Z is sitting right here in front of his house, and the package was never attempted to be delivered. Joanne says, well, that's quite odd, Double Z. We got a (laughs) right here that says it was attempted delivery. And I said, well, Joanne, my wife is right here, and she was sitting with me. And no, there was no attempted delivery of this package. Was there, Mrs. Double Z? And Mrs. Double Z says, no, Joanne, there was no attempted delivery of this package. Double Z says, well, what do I do now, Joanne? Joanne says, Double Z, they'll be out there with that package for you tomorrow. And unfortunately, we cannot leave the package without you signing for it. Double Z says, okay, Joanne, I get it. Deliver my package tomorrow. Double Z can work from home tomorrow, so he, he shall do so. Double Z waits for the package on Tuesday. Package on delivery. Package on truck. Being delivered. Being delivered between 8 a.m. and 4 p.m. 
your package will be the double Z. So it says the email that I get every fucking 10 minutes. Uh, okay, double Z waits. Double Z's waiting patiently. Double Z's doing work, but making sure that double Z's not missing the package. So double Z's walking from his office, his home office, which is downstairs, upstairs quite a bit to make sure that the package doesn't come and double Z doesn't miss it. So double Z gets about 10% of the work he needs to do that day done in between trips up and downstairs to make sure that I did not miss the delivery. Okay. Four o'clock snow delivery. Double Z goes, hmm, interesting. Package says, no longer on truck for delivery. Package package, package pending. Package pending. pending, Double Z says. Package pending? But Double Z was here. The package was on the truck. Double Wait, Z was the, waiting. Waiting the, patiently, like a dog. Waiting for an owner to come home. The Double Z is waiting for this package. Double, double Z. Customer service. Customer service lady. Her name was Nichelle. Nichelle, where's the Double Z's package? Did she talk like this? Let me see here. Well, I'm looking at the package, Double Z, and it says it's back at the center, at the routing center. What? Double Z, well, no one tried to deliver it, Nichelle. Nichelle says, well, Double Z, it says no attempt made. Double Z scratches his head and says, Nichelle, why would <laughs> No attempt made on the Double Z's package today. It said it was coming between 8 and 4. It was on the truck. Michelle says, well, Double Z, they're super busy with a lot of packages this time of year. You have to understand. No, that, no, uh, no, no, no. No understanding. No understanding uh, at this point. That they just get a chance to get to it today. I said, well, Michelle, that's awful odd. I mean, their job is to deliver packages <laughs> until they're all gone, the Double Z would think. Well, that's not the case, Double Z. Apparently. But your package will be coming tomorrow, I see. Double Z says, okay, I'm not even sure what's in the package, but the Double Z will attempt to wait for it another day. <laughs> oh, wait, Rufus, the day comes. What? A snow day? Mrs. Double Z gets to stay home, and little Double Z are staying home today. Double Z doesn't have to wait for the package. <laughs> Double Z should go to work while Mrs. Double Z waits for the package at home. Okay. Double Z is checking in with Mrs. Double Z hourly. Is the package there yet, Mrs. Double Z? <laughs> no, Double Z, no package. No packages here yet today, Double Z. Don't get frustrated, Double Z. It'll come. It's on the truck. The email says it's on the truck and out for delivery. Double Z has been since 6.34 a.m. this morning. Double Z says, yes, Mrs. Double Z, I appreciate you. <laughs> Double Z is a little bit uh, anxious. It's a package. The Double Z has no idea what's in the package. Okay. Okay, Double Z. I'll talk to you later. Check in. I'll let you know if it comes, Double Z. Okay, thanks, Mrs. Double Z. Love you, too. (laughs) Good for you, Brad. No no call, no text from Mrs. Double Z that the package has arrived. Double Z's working late because Double Z worked, took off half the day before waiting for a package and had taken off all of Monday. Okay. He's waiting 8 o'clock at night. Double Z still says, no package, Mrs. Double Z. No, no, no package, Double Z. We're just sitting here, Double Z, eating our dinner. There's no package for you. <laughs> hmm. Double Z says, let me call. Let me call. Hey, Ryan, uh, this is Double Z. I'm still waiting for my package. Ryan says, well, Mr. Double Z, I see there was no attempt made to deliver your package today. No attempt made. Double Z's getting a little angry. Double Z says, hmm, I don't understand. <laughs> they told me the package we delivered. I saw it was on the truck since 6 o'clock this morning. Why are they not delivering my package, Ryan? Well, I don't know, Double Z, but the name of your street is the name of my favorite restaurant. Oh, 
Isn't that nice, Ryan? Okay, you're a good guy, Ryan. Don't oh, worry, you. Double D's not angry. You love a restaurant that's named after his street. <laughs> you must be a wonderful human being. Okay, well, I see that the package will be delivered tomorrow, Double D. Okay, uh, Ryan, uh, is there anything I can do? Can we call somebody? Yeah, hold on the line, Double D. I'm going to call the local routing office and see if I can find out what's going on. Now, the Double Z, don't be afraid, because when I make the call, it's going to be very quiet on your end of the phone. But that's just me trying to hook up to the other place. Mm-hmm. Okay, Double Z. Thank you, Ryan. I appreciate it. I know this isn't your fault. Thank you for calling to find out what's going on with my package. Okay, Double Z. Uh, beep, 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 beep. Beep, 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 beep. Uh, Double Z, this is Ryan. Are you still there? Yeah, yeah, I'm here. Did you get through? No, no one's answering at the other place, Double Z. Uh, let me try again. Beep, 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 beep. Double Z, are you there? Yeah, yeah, Double Z here. Uh, Double Z, no one answered again. You know, and I usually don't do this, but since I know that you're frustrated with your package, I'm going to try another time. I'm going to try this the office one more time. Beep, 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 beep. Mr. Double Z, are you there? I'm, I'm here. I'm here, Ryan. Well, Double Z, I don't think anybody's going to be answering there tonight. It is 8.05 at night, and, you know, usually they don't answer this late at night. Even though they do sometimes make deliveries until 10 o'clock at night, your package still might be coming, Double Z. You don't know until after 10 o'clock that your package might not come. Even though I'm noticing on your thing, it says, could be delivered up to 1 o'clock in the morning, right? This is what, this is what the, the – and it said on my part, too, that could be delivered sometime between 8 a.m. and 1 a.m. in the morning. Okay. Double Z says, okay, Ryan, well, I appreciate your help. I guess you know, there's nothing more I can do, Double Z. I'm sorry. I really I really am sorry. I really want you to get this package, Double Z. Well, he gets a guy. Yeah. Okay, thanks, Ryan. Uh, Mr. Double Z, will you take this survey for me? It's just a one <laughs> question. Okay. And the, I forgot to add that I, everyone has been asking me to take this survey, Mr. Rufus, and I was taking the Rufus because I, as Double Z, understand that the people on the customer and the service end of the phone don't know exactly what's going on with the package. And they were all very kind and, and feigned helping me with the utmost uh, sincerity. Yes. So double says, yes, Ryan, I will give you a five because you like a restaurant that's named after my street. and I That'll do it. Every time that'll do it. We have a connection, Ryan. You like a restaurant. I live on a street. Okay. Thank you for giving me a five, double Z. I really do appreciate it. Bye, Ryan. Bye, Double Z. Okay. Huh, I got an email. Oh, cool. 6.41 a.m. Your package is on a, deli- a truck for delivery. This is Thursday. Okay. Uh, well, Mrs. Double Z, should I even bother waiting for this fucking package today? <laughs> no, Double Z, I don't think you should. I, don't, I, think that, I think that the package isn't coming, and you don't need to worry about it today, Double Z. We need to eat. <laughs> And you're spending a lot of time obsessing over this package that you don't even know what's in it and if it may ever come. Okay, Mrs. Double Z. Double Z will go to work, I guess, and I'll just see if this package is ever delivered. Hmm. What's Double, Double Z is checking his emails and texts all day, wondering if this package is on its way or if it's been delivered yet. No, no. Eight o'clock at night, Double Z says, well, I better call and find out what's going on with my package again tonight. Oh, no. Calls up. This name, the girl's name is Melissa. Hi, Melissa. Double Z. Oh, Double Z, I can see you have an open ticket here. Oh, yes. Yes, (laughs) Melissa, I do have an open ticket. I've been waiting for a very important package. 
from you guys. Oh, yes, Double Z. Let me look and see what's going on with this package. Oh, thank you so much, Melissa. It sounds like you really know what's going on with my package, and I do appreciate that. Hold on, Double Z. Oh, Double Z, it says your package is out for delivery at 641. <laughs> I said, well, I already knew that, Melissa. Um, can you tell me any more? No, nope, Double Z, I'm afraid that's all I can tell you. Is this, She just read the same thing I got from, you know, from their email thing. I of said, course. are you sure you can't call someone and tell me any more of what's going on? I'm afraid I can't, Double Z. Well, why is that, Melissa? Can you tell me why you don't know what's going on? <laughs> well, Mr. Double Z, turns out that, you know, your package is being delivered by FedEx Home, but your subcontractors for us, Double Z. Ooh. They don't really work for us, Double Z. What? Yeah. And every, did I mention that every time I called one of these people, they would say, we can have your package delivered or held for you and you can pick it up at the local routing office, which is about an hour and 15 minutes from your house, Double Z. Did you ever? And I said, uh, well, no, Melissa, I'm not going to go for that option because I paid for whatever the fuck it is to have it delivered to my house. Well, yeah. Double Z, I can't help you because we can't get in touch with the delivery driver. And I said, so the delivery driver doesn't have a cell phone. No, I'm afraid we don't get in touch with them like that, Double Z. No, they should. Right. And I said, well, I find that awful awkward, Melissa. Let me tell you something. I've been waiting for this package for four days. I paid to have it delivered, and now you guys keep telling me I need to come pick it up, Melissa. That doesn't make a lot of sense to Double Z. Now, how would you feel, Melissa, if that was your package, and you would get an email every day telling you that it was on a truck going to be delivered to you, Melissa, and you waited by your house for your package that you paid to have delivered, and it never came. Aggressive. Melissa's into the phone. I'm sure she sees your name. Your last name is Italian. And she hears that. And she's like, uh Oh yeah. I'm going to end up at a buried in the desert. And I said, well, you know, hello, hello, Melissa. I'm sorry, Mr. Double Z. I really don't know what to say. You're so right. This is so ridiculous. I don't know why they won't deliver your package. And double Z says, well, I can tell you why Melissa, because they don't have to, because there's no way for me to get in touch with them. And you don't really give a shit what is up with my fucking package. <laughs> right? I mean, they didn't. They didn't care about my package. And he's a subcontractor. I'm like, the guy's probably sitting at a fucking at home, right, with a whole bunch of packages waiting for people to fucking come pick him up at the routing office, and he's going to get paid either way. And she goes, that's a good point, Double Z. <laughs> maybe maybe this, is, this is not such a good system for us. And I said, it doesn't seem like it, Melissa. Can you tell me where my package will come? Well, no, Double Z, you know I can't tell you that because I don't – I said, should I wait for this package? It says it's out for delivery today. I don't know, Double Z. I don't know if you should wait for it. I can't tell you to wait for it or not because I don't know if it's coming. doesn't come, right? So, uh, so I no. give up on the package. I said to them, I don't want the package. I don't know what's in the package. I don't need the package back wherever it, it is. I don't care about the package anymore. I don't, I don't even want the package, right? Yes. Okay, Double Z, we'll let them know. But I said, just return to center, whatever the package was. Uh-huh. Well, 6 o'clock the next morning. Oh, package no. on the fucking thing for delivery. Here comes the package, Rufus. Package is coming out for delivery. Sure. Package shows up, right? Really? Package is destroyed. Package what? had been destroyed. ruined. 
It was How? a fan. It was a fan I had ordered like two weeks ago. And the package is ripped to fucking shreds. And I don't wonder if it was ruined from the very fucking first trip out and the guy was afraid to deliver it or what. But I was like, okay, now Double Z is very mad about the package. Double Z waited for the package. Double Z got the package. The package was fucking destroyed. And whatever in it was fucking unusable. So I call him up. Hey, Uh-oh. whoever, I can't remember. I think, I don't even remember the lady's name. I'm like, hey, I got my package finally. Oh, I see you have an open ticket here. I can go ahead and close the ticket, right, Double Z? Oh, no. Oh, oh no. go ahead and close that ticket, uh, Melissa. Let's keep calling her Melissa. Uh, we're going to open a new ticket today, Melissa. <laughs> I said, well, my package was destroyed. 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 Well, did, you, did you sign for it, Double Z? No, they didn't ever ask me to sign for it, Melissa. After all this waiting and telling me I had to be there to sign for the package, they just left the package on my doorstep, and it was ripped wide open, and half the shit was fucking hanging out. Oh, Double Z. Oh, no, Double Z. What do you mean, oh, no, Double Z? Well, Double Z, if you were supposed to sign for it, uh, what? you didn't sign for it, and the package was left, we can't cover any thing that happened to the package, Double Z. You have to Are take that up with the people that shipped the package. Courage. Yeah. What? Yeah, that's how that ended up. And I said, you know what? I said, I run a pretty good-sized business. I was lying to him, Rufus. And I said, we will no longer be using any FedEx products in my fucking business. Okay, Double Z, would you like to take a survey, a quick one-question survey about our company, Double Z, right before you get off the horn? And I said, no, Melissa, I will not be taking the survey today. You you showed them. I showed them. I showed you, them. You, you hit them where it hurts. Stops on that. You but that is a true it. fucking story, dude. That whole fucking, my whole last week was spent waiting for a fucking $12 fan that I had forgot I even fucking ordered and never showed up. And then when it didn't show up, was broken. I have to say that was by far the best zigzag rant in the history of this show podcast this show for sure let's just say that that had been brewing for a while i could tell that was orchestrated that was almost i don't want to say scripted but you've been stewing you've been stewing oh, on this I stewed. While. I, <laughs> I bet you stewed i bet you stewed i never made that many phone calls to one fucking i let me tell you I, you know what let me go ahead and say it on the air here 800-339-4000 if you need to get in touch with fedex home delivery and then i looked up FedEx uh, home delivery scams. Uh-oh. It turns out these people who are co- subcontractors or contractors for them. Subcontractors are the worst. And this is what I said to her. I said, they do work for you. Whether you want to say that they work for FedEx or not, do they get money from you? Yes. Right. Do they deliver packages for you? Yes, they do, Double Z. Well, then they work for you. Right? I said, what? Right. I said, okay, you don't have this guy's phone number. So he's driving around with a bunch of people's shit in his truck. He could just drive off. You're like, hey, I got $50,000 worth of shit in this truck that I'm going to sell. You know, but the scam was, Rufus, and I checked out the Yelp review. That Your Yelp review made me remember all that. I checked out the Yelp review for the for FedEx Home Delivery, and there was like, they, they got a 1.7. Let me say that. Their Yelp review was a 1.7. A 1.7? Yeah. And Damn. 99% of the fucking things that I was looking up was the exact same thing happened to other people that happened to me. The guy would put it on the truck, 
with no intention of ever fucking delivering it. And their whole ruse was to try to get you to come pick it up so their driver doesn't have to spend time or money fucking running the route. Right? They would try to get you to come pick it up. And the subcontractor deal is these guys get online and they buy these routes, right? You buy a route from, uh, from FedEx and you pay them like 200 grand for this route. And they tell you you can make 180 grand running this route, right? You rent a truck, you run the fucking route for them, they pay and deliver the packages. Okay. And most of the time, these guys that buy the routes are like, never have any intention of fucking delivering the package. They're going to force you to go fucking pick it up. So they scan it. They leave it in the truck, they park the fucking truck somewhere, and they just wait for you to fucking say, okay, I've had enough, I'm coming to pick the fucking package up. Who the fuck can afford to pay 200 grand into something only to make 180 grand? Well, I mean, you make 180 grand a year. Oh. Well, and you know, I felt bad because I did, I I saw a a FedEx ground delivery truck at my local, uh, you know what, I can show you right here, at my local gas station. Right, right around the corner from my house. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I I saw him sitting there, and he went and bought a little personal pizza for himself. And I thought that son of a bitch has got fucking double Z's uh, package right on that truck, and he is so rudely sitting in there eating a personal pan pizza. This makes double Z angry. Double Z was very, very angry. Double so Z should have called him out fit of anger drives around and takes pictures. Did you do investigative journalism? Of the FedEx truck. Oh my god. Sitting at the place that I went home and I told my wife he's just sitting there fucking eating instead of delivering our package. And she goes, Really? I said, Yes. And I showed her the picture of the truck. I said, I'm going back. So I went back and the guy I mean, place is really close to my house. So I went back and I asked the guy, Hey man, are you delivering a uh, package over here? And he says, no, I'm already off. And Double Z says, are you sure? <laughs> and the guy goes, yeah, I'm all Were done. Are you pounding your fist into your other hand? Yeah. Are you sure? Right. And it turns out that he was already done because FedEx Ground is a whole different deal. But the advice to Double Z story is never order anything that's going to be delivered FedEx fucking home. home I've never even heard of FedEx home until this wild tale. Yeah, me neither. I didn't know there was a difference between them. But uh, so FedEx Home is a scam. Double Z must have to take some blood pressure medicine because Double Z was getting pretty hot under the collar. Is FedEx Home something you select at checkout during like? No. No, just something that they, some place says, oh, yeah, we're going to use FedEx Home. And so I said to the lady, well, it says it's coming. And one of the times the lady said to me, well, it's FedEx Home, so there is no guarantee when it will be delivered. What the fuck? Yeah, and I said, well, then quit sending me fucking emails saying that it's on its way. Well, we can't do that because that's already in the program. Especially when you're there waiting for it. You're physically there right. taking time out of your day it's to be else like... Who didn't work from home would have had to take a fucking week off work to wait for this fucking $12 package. What is it, what you should do next time? I mean, there won't be a next time after this, obviously. You should have pulled the insulin card and been like, this is my fucking insulin. Oh, it would have been brilliant. Thank you, Rufus. I'll have to think of that next time. But they would let you die. They wouldn't care. Wouldn't they be like, yeah, you shouldn't be such a cheap ass and order your insulin off the internet. They got their 200 grand from that guy who bought a van. 
So. Oh yeah, it came in a tiny little fucking rusty like box truck. Did it really? Was it pulled by horses? Well, I watched it on my thing later because I did tell it. You know, I got like a camera where you can see the front porch. Yeah. This lady's arguing with me about the door tag, and she's like, "Well, it says he tried to attempt to deliver it." I said, "I was sitting here. I was sitting here, and I called you ten minutes after I got the email saying there was a delivery attempt." You know, and she's like, "Well, I mean, if he said he attempted to deliver it, I said I will send you my Ring video doorbell footage for the whole fucking day, and you can see I <laughs> deliver it." Well, I wouldn't know if that was the real footage, and I said, "Okay, Literally. right." I'm like, this is fucking ridiculous. You know, we had a similar situation just the past few days. Is my parents sent my son a birthday present through the mail, and uh, she sent me the tracking number. And she's very paranoid that my son won't love her or my my grandpa, mainly because of the stories I tell about them. And uh, she said, make sure that he gets the present when it shows up. And I said, okay. And it didn't show up on his birthday or before. And she said, look, I've, I've got the tracking number, and it says it's going to show up uh, the next day because Bush had died. So, Oh, right. Now, you know what's funny about that day is they were in close the whole post office. The mail truck was at my house twice that fucking day delivering packages. He was rebelling. He was a That's Democrat. Crazy. I just thought that was odd. But then the next day, uh, the trekking said it was left at the doorstep. And my mom was like, she sent me a text message, oh, it came, great, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, no, it didn't. There was nothing at the doorstep, nothing in the mailbox, nothing at the back gate, nothing. I was like, nope, two days passed. Nope, nothing, There's still nothing. And my mom frantically calls the, the, the Jasper Post Office. Oh, my God, it says it was delivered. And they said, well... Since it was delivered, that's all we can do. Turns out, for some reason, they put it in the back of our pickup truck, and it sat there for two days in the Thinking rain. you would just got, stumble across it? I get it. got rained on for two days. It was soaking wet. What was it? Was it something that got ruined? No, nah, no, nah, it was a gift card, so no big deal. You know what's funny about that story, Rufus, is that I got a notification saying something was delivered to me, and it, it hadn't come yet, and I was waiting. I was like, what the fuck is going on? I called my wife. I'm like, where is the package? It says it was delivered. I'm yelling at my wife, of course, because I figured she did something with it, like hid it from me. Sure. So I'd have to stumble around looking for it. And she's like, I swear it didn't come. Okay? So like 25 minutes goes by. Guy comes and knocks on the door. He's delivering the fucking package. And I said to the guy, I said, it said that you already dropped it off. And he's like, well, buddy, I'm going to be honest with you. We have to do that sometimes. He's like, I kind of was gambling that you would be here to accept this package. He said, because we work on a thing where if we don't have a package delivered by a certain time, we get in trouble. So he's like, sometimes we just scan packages and say that we tried to deliver them or they've been delivered because really? we don't want to get our pay doc. And I'm like, what? Oh, shit. Yeah. So then I'm watching the news like three days later. They have a whole story of people saying, you know, our package didn't come, but it says it was delivered. And the whole story ended up being that they do that because they don't want to get in trouble. So they say they attempted the delivery even when they did not. That's That's great. I kind of feel sorry for those guys, but at the same time, fuck that system. I mean, that shouldn't. Well, and here's what pisses me off is that's all FedEx. I have never had a problem with fucking UPS. Nope. Never. My UPS guy 
is always fucking on the money. Always. And my UPS lady, I got two different people. And you know what? We order shit. We got a package every fucking day. If we order something from fucking Amazon, it fucking makes it there, dude. There's no fucking around. There's no guessing oh, yeah. where the fuck it is. No, our Amazon lady's awesome. I mean, our UPS lady's awesome. She shows up, and if our dogs are out, the dogs jump in the fucking van, and she's all petting them and having a good time with them, and, you know, we help her with the packages and stuff. She's great. But, yeah. Uh, FedEx, I don't have a lot of experience with FedEx, and well, it sounds don't. like I won't. Well, and what's funny is, you know what, same thing about our dogs when we had a dog. Um, the FedEx guy, the dogs would always bark and shit at the front door. Right, and if we wouldn't be home, he would leave milk bones on the package on the front step for the dogs, for really? when, we, when we got home, and we could give the dogs the milk bones. And he knew when the dogs had passed away. He told us how sorry he was. Oh, all that yeah. stuff. Like you know what? That's good customer service right there. That's true. Hey, it's eight thirteen. I got to piss like a racehorse. All right. Well, I'm glad you guys got to listen to the Double Z's rant tonight. Should I am very glad. That that was one of the best rants I've had. I felt like I was watching uh, an episode of Reading Rainbow. I mean, you you read you really stewed on that. It seemed like you're reading a book. It's the Reading Rainbow. Reading Rainbow. There's a butterfly in the sky. Double D's butterfly. Uh, Of course, (laughs) I will too. All right, Uh, Rufus, you did. Did you hit the pen tonight before the show? No, no, but I will after for sure. No, no, you will not. You will wait until next show to hit the pen. God damn it. Well, I can do both, right? I don't know. You didn't do it for tonight's show, so I feel like maybe you can't. No, Rufus, I feel like maybe you can't. Well, I had 15 of these. Well, not maybe. The same. Six. It's not the same. It's really not. All right. Well, Ruf, I'm glad that I made the show. I'm glad that uh, you made the show. I don't know. I kind of enjoyed doing the show from the office, and I'm not saying that next show might not come from the, this locay. I appreciate the effort because you're tied up doing your thing there, being a mogul, the tycoon, and you're like, okay, I'll do the show. I, I did not that. want to miss the show. I definitely did not. I enjoyed the show. I'm afraid what we're going to have to do, though, if we want to really get out there, is make the show and the website and everything more blue. It's going to have to be more blue. You mean, more cussing, more bullshit, more shit like that. I, I, Get people's attention. God damn it. You fucking I, fuckwad, you. I got no fucking filter. I'll say cunt. I'll oh, say Jesus, shit. Jesus. You really have to go there. Did you have I'll, to go cunt word? Jesus. I'll, I'll say the N word. Well, yeah. I don't I don't think you should be saying uh, Nigella. I don't well, think no. it's proper. I'm not going to say the actual N-word, but, I mean, I'll say the N-word. Like, give me an N-word. Like, no. Uh, yeah, there's not a lot of N-words out there, is there, all the time? There's not. I've had too many beers. I, I, I don't want to ruin our, our run here. <laughs> I'm, I'm tempted to do it just to don't get on the do it. All right, I'm going to say the N-word for you, okay? No. No. Okay. Just say no. All right, Rufus, double Z sign out. Rufus signing out there. Oh, wow, that was impressive. That I was got started at a bad time. Next week, some chloroseptic before the show, please, Rufus. Do what? Chloroseptic. That's that stuff that you put on a sore throat. 
Oh, right. They used to have it in a spray bottle. They still do. You know what? I had a chloroseptic a while back, and I never liked doing it when I was a kid. Like, when my mom would be like, you have a sore throat, try the chloroseptic, and it made it so you couldn't feel your throat, which was yeah. even worse than having a sore throat, was like having a throat that you're like, is the throat still there? Is there a giant hole in my neck where my throat was? And the chloroseptic drops that I took not only made my throat numb, but they made my whole mouth numb. Well, the, the spray, I remember one time I took it, and the spray just hit the back of my throat and made me gag, and I was like, right. no. I think that's what it was supposed to do. But then uh, the other time, I, I held it too close to my mouth, and when I hit the, the spray, the, the plunger went down and, like, pinched the shit out of my lip between it. And I was like, fuck. Right. <laughs> Fucking class action lawsuit. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was bruised for days. You've been deformed. It's like your hot coffee case. And it gave me mouth herpes. So. I never, well... That's what happens when they have it bottled in uh, somewhere in the uh, on West 40th Street in Manhattan. Right, and delivered by FedEx home. Uh, you would still be waiting for it. <laughs> All right, folks. Well, don't say you didn't learn something from the Double D tonight. Do not use FedEx home. No, never. And we will catch you next weekend, uh, Friday night, maybe. Maybe we just turn it into Saturday night free-for-all. Maybe we make our own fucking song. I'm all about Friday or Saturdays. Good for me. Doesn't matter. All I'll right. do it. All right, folks. Uh, Double Z's going to play you out with uh, beers, food. Do you mind, Rufus? Of course, I don't mind. We'll talk to you folks next week. Have a great rest of your weekend since it's already over. Enjoy the last hour, and you know what? Enjoy the last three hours and thirty-four seconds. Here, here you go. Right here. This is officially starts the last three minutes and thirty-four seconds of your weekend. All right. Bye, Double Z. Next time.
Thanks for listening to Hypersoft Happy Hour with Zigzag and Rufus.